0: I get those goosebumps every time you come around, yeah You lose my mind, you make everything so fine Worry about those times, I'm way too numb, yeah It's way too dumb, yeah I get those goosebumps every time I need time to throw that to the side, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah When you're not around me, throw that to the side, yeah I get those goosebumps every time, yeah, seven, one, three, good as To one. yeah, I'm flyin', why they owe me? Why they owe me? I'm flyin', i low-key I'm slippin' low-key low and high, I'm yeah. it's my rider I get those goosebumps every time, come around, yeah You ease my mind, you make everything feel fine Worry about those guns get those goosebumps every time, I need the high throw that to the side, I get those goosebumps every time. Aha, the goosebumps. You nervous, Pete? Are you, are you a little bit more nervous now? I know, I, I'd say a lot of people are staying away from Twitter, uh, or anyone that's not just exploding, but how are you feeling? Are you a bit nervous now after after that today? No. That's the right nervous. answer. Correct. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm not nervous at all. Um, as I keep maintaining. Um, and I've maintained it for a couple of weeks now. It's in our hands. Yes, it's not the result that we want, and we'll get into that, no doubt about it, but not nervous. Two home games, St. James's Park, as all the opposition fans and players have said from clubs, most and in intimidating uh, place to play football in the Premier League this season. What Probably got to be nervous about. Still in our hands, boys. It's
0: still in, in our house. hands. You're, you are right. You are right, Pete. Uh, we, we are running out of those those uh, those yeah, little things that could to ease, keep ourselves at ease. But uh, yeah, it's, it's all on, to, on that that game on Brighton on the 18th of May. Thursday, Thursday night, actually. So... Uh, well, let's talk about this one. Let's talk about this one first. We're going to get straight into it, Pete. We will, we will go and we'll look at the, the permutations and how they change as well at, towards the end. But let, let's get on to this one. This was our team uh, for the day. Um, right, changes. Meggy's back. And um, Eddie Howe went with Isaac and Wilson uh, from the start again uh, for Leeds. Uh, there was no Gonto or whatever you call him, uh, he was on the bench. He did come off on the uh, on about sixty mats. The young nineteen-year-old to try and uh, cause uh, some some damage towards us. But um, what were your thoughts on the lineup, Pete? uh, First of all,
1: Um, surprised if I'm honest Um, for a couple of reasons. I I didn't expect Isaac and Wilson to start again together. yeah, it, it, and and I was surprised that, that Miggy started. I thought he would he would continue with with Murphy, um, but it was more of a pleasant surprise because he had picked him up and said he's now hundred percent fit. So it was kind of like, all right, okay, he's going with his, his strongest uh, his strongest eleven almost, which was gave me a little bit of confidence. But I've still got it in the back of my mind, and the the game today kind of continues to get me to feel the and think <laughs> this way is that it, it's not that it doesn't work. With uh, Isaac um, uh, on the on the left and Wilson up top, is is that we don't have the same type of star firepower coming off the bench, like in numbers. Um, you know, Maxi comes off the bench, but you'd rather a Maxi and a Wilson come off the bench, or a Maxi and an Isaac. You know, that's what you would rather come off the bench. Um, so, yeah, that was the only thing that kind of ran through my mind. But, uh, what were your thoughts? That's how you, yeah, I,
0: I, I was expecting either an, an ASM or a Gordon to, to start, and I thought Murphy would, would stay on. Uh, the, I thought miggy be on, on the bench, so I was a bit surprised when I saw that I was actually cutting my lawn when the team used came through. So, when I came back in, and I saw your messages, I was like, oh, okay, uh, right, but uh, look at it. it, it <laughs> It's am not, not no way am I going to criticise Eddie? How he wanted to try it out again. Um and it look Arsenal was was a game that that was difficult to judge how how it worked. I don't think we are getting the best out of Izaka uh, out in that left. Uh, but what he's and you can't there's no way you can drop Izak. But equally, you can't drop Wilson because he's he's uh, on fire as well. So um, it is very difficult um, situation that Eddie's in to, to, to pick in a, a team. And look at what he went with today. Um, I, I thought when I saw it as well, I thought, OK, we're really going for leads here. We're going to go right from the, the start. And uh, we kind of did. Uh, I'll I get into a bit of that. But um Maybe I will just go straight into that and go while we're going through uh, the, the match. okay, so yeah, and, and Eddie even said it in his press press conference there uh, as well. It's it's all about the first fifteen minutes, and uh, that first fifteen minutes uh, were were very interesting. Both teams it started really fast. Um, Newcastle were all over Leeds up until their first shot on, on the sixth minute, and then uh, Luke Ayling um, put the ball in the net. There was a um, uh, the ball came in, saved by Pope, and uh, Ailing was the quickest to, to to the rebound. Really, here's a little picture of it. And uh, but yeah, our, our defense was a bit sloppy there. um could have going be more awake, I think. But what, what was what did you think of the first goal we conceded there, Pete?
1: Um, th- there's a few things, Dad. Uh, I've got to be honest. <clears throat> uh, first and foremost. It was their first attack. We, we controlled the game up until that point. It looked like it was only going in one direction. Um, and then all of a sudden, they get their, the ball on our, down our right-hand side. I, I, I genuinely thought the cross came in too easy. Um, It should have been cut out. We didn't do to get close enough to the ball. Secondly, people were all out of position. If you watch it back from the angle that's down the line of the defence... Fabian Shaw's way outright alongside Trippier. Why I have no idea. It then takes him a while to get back into position, but in the meantime, what's happened is is that Botman's had to go up to cover his spot. Burns gone, then up to cover Botman's spot, and there's then Isaac effectively expecting or it is expected to be uh, a left back in tracking that. The ball comes in, no one there to win it. Um, you know, good header. Poor save. Um, he saved it. Fine. Yeah, Everybody yeah. knows the basics of goalkeeping, that if you save a ball like that, you know, if, if it's last ditch and your fingertips, you know, literally fingertips, fine. But he had a good hand on that and he pushed it back into play. You always push it to the side. You always push it away from goal. Uh, because even if a player is running in on that, it narrows the angle and they have to either put it across a goal or produce something special. He's put it right back into his path and he's finished it. And uh, you know, there's, a, there's an accumulation of things there. You know, Isaac, this is the downside to Isaac playing on the left because he's an attack minded player. He's not defensively minded. So him expecting to fit in as a left back. Yeah, you know, it's not his forte. Yeah. Don't blame him for that. But all the other positional bits of that defence in the build-up to that, including stopping the cross, I wasn't particularly happy with.
0: Mm. Of course, yeah, and I, I did, yeah, the, the defence, and then Pope's with his 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 um palm out was once around. But Pope went on to the redeeming himself after that. We move on. Uh, we go to twenty-six minutes. Uh, J seven uh, tackle in in the box and it was a penalty. Uh, he got he got his legs caught up with uh, Junior Junior who uh, had an eventful uh, day. But um, yeah, uh, and and that one it was no more penalty. Uh, and at, at this stage, uh, as Bamford and I think um, Pete Gray had a great tweet about this. As Bamford uh, is is uh, stepping up for that penalty, when we're one 0 down, you're thinking, okay, Newcastle are coming back, especially when the scores are early. But two 0 down. If we go two 0 down. That's a difficult uh, to come back from that, especially away from home. But Bamford steps up, um, and it's a, a, save, a brilliant save from from Pope. And he, then he sco- he makes sure to get rid of the ball. This time he scoops the ball out out of play. So fair play for, to Pope there. He he definitely redeemed himself from maybe an earlier uh, uh, mishap out in, in in the other goal. But uh, thoughts on that one based on the save uh,
1: from penalty spot. Um, yeah. Superb. um, Superb save. It's a a lottery uh, with with penalties sometimes, but he's gone the right way. He's given himself half a chance, made the save, but the recovery to get up as quickly as he did. And he kind of like, he wanted to catch it. And he he, he almost, what he's done is he's corrected himself from the first goal. Because first of all, he's made the save. But secondly, he did the, he did what he should have done the last time. Is that not only has he saved it when it's bounced up again, rather than catch it and go 50-50, he's just pushed it away out for for a corner. That's exactly what he should have done the first time. Pushed it away from goal. Um, it, yeah, it, brilliant goalkeeping. And like I say, he's 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 almost redeemed himself from the from the first um, from the first goal uh, by making that saving. It was a, such a crucial time because. You could see when we conceded the penalty, heads dropped massively. Um, I don't know what Joe Linton was doing, going to ground in that position, you know, trying to win the ball when he was never, ever going to try and win the ball. He's gone to ground because he's trying to slide to win the ball. He's never going to win the ball. Um, so just hold your man off, make it difficult for him. He might try and get a foot to the ball, but if you're holding him off, you're going to take him off balance. He's not going to get the the type of connection that you you would expect. Yeah, it just it was just yeah poor for the penalty, but Pope superb.
0: Yeah, Joe, Joe Linton, you could see that he was delighted with Pope. they give a big hug after that penalty save. But then at 29 minutes, this is where I suppose really, the the game changed a bit, because uh, three minutes later, um, e, um, Eddie switched Izak more towards the middle, and Isaac uh, got tackled in in the box, definite penalty uh, for, for Newcastle, and the coolest man. On the pitch, they talk. They talk about Isaac as being uh, the Iceman. Man. Uh, Callum Wilson steps up, puts the penalty uh, in in the corner. Uh, the goalie did go the right way, but and it was unlucky not, not to touch it. But uh, um, yeah, it was it was uh, a nice little peno from Callum Wilson. And yes, of course, I have to do my bigotry celebration from uh, Callum Wilson for that mm-hmm. one. And here is. Uh, one or two uh, images from that. And Pete, what was your thoughts? And, and I suppose, I suppose it's a, nice, it a nice little one too that, that Isaac had there to win the penalty, but your thoughts on it?
1: Um, to be fair, um, they had to do something different, and they, they, they did. They switched formation, um, so they brought um, uh, Izak in as a number 10 to drift in and around uh, Wilson. They, they went with a, a two-set midfield with Joe Linton and, and Bruno. They had Miggy on the right, Willock on the left, and, and, and it worked. Because instantly you saw that Leeds didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to pick up um, uh, Alexander Izak. He was, he was less easier to mock when he's drifting into spaces and yeah, I mean, it was, it was a blatant penalty. The one thing I will say is that when he's acting pick the ball up, I was like, no!
0: <laughs> I was just
1: like, I was like, oh, no, I like, look, Wilson took penalties and scored for Newcastle and to be fair, you know, his penalties today was superb. It was a superb penalty. You know, no keeper saving that into the side netting. But, I just, I don't know. There's just something about his stance and how he strikes the ball with a penalty. It doesn't always fill me 100% of confidence. Whereas Isaac's, Isaac's done it before. He just strikes the ball so well, so clean um, and just whips the ball. Uh, I just thought he's, he's got to take it. But look, can um, uh, Wilson, um, yeah, he, he's got he's got ice in his veins. When it when it's an opportunity to put the ball in the net, so who, who am I? To, who am I to question um, our top goal scorer, in our number nine?
0: Yeah. Imagine if we get another penalty during the week. I think uh, Callum is going to be t- taking that as well. Uh, if, as long as, if, if both of them on the pitch, I think he, he will he will grab it off him. Uh, but then I, I kind of likened the game to like a cup final. It was so intense and it was it was, was end at times. Newcastle are definitely the better side, but it was it was nervy and and it was uh, feisty as well. The referee did let a lot go. I must say as well. Uh, he he hit, there was um, a lot of challenges that that were were, were let go. But um then I Bring, bring it to around the 45 minute mark, um, Miggy had a curtain shot and was just wide, but that, that took us to half time and uh, one one at half time. Um, and um, but let's let's zoom on, let's go straight into the second half. Uh, and then we 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 did we we were stuck with that uh, four two three one kind of formation then with Isaac mm-hmm. just behind behind Wilson and uh, uh, on 51 minutes, uh, Wilson. Um, had a half-volley uh, uh, shot. shot um, Newcastle got a corner out, out of that. Then it looked like uh, ASM and and Gordon were coming on, but no. Uh, what happened next was uh, we got an- another pin uh, um The... Um, Junior again, um, he touched the ball, uh, hands raised. Uh, there was um, and touched the ball, to giving a penalty to us. They went to VAR because they were looking at maybe possible offside and they were looking at a possible push, but none of that was was true. It was, it was just a penalty to Newcastle. And up steps Callum Wilson again. Now the keeper did his best to try and put him off as well, uh, and uh, that would be, it was took an age for that penalty uh, to to. Um, actually happen especially with the VAR as well but ups, up these steps bang 2-1 Newcastle uh, at this stage I'm thinking yes we're going to go on and win this now um, but what was your thoughts on, on that move Pete and uh, Wilson's ability?
1: Um yeah <clears throat> I'll be honest I didn't see the handball myself straight away um, I just saw the ball come in and he's got get a head on the ball and I thought, oh, was, you know, the header worked great, it was a poor header. But then when you see him running, literally sprinting to the ref, holding the hand, I'm, it, I'm off my chair at that point and I'm like, please, like, I beg you. And then when you see it, it, look, it's a penalty. Why it took so long to, to award it, I've no idea. Um, it's a penalty. You can't have your hand up that high, unnatural position and it touched your hand whether it brushes it or you slap the ball with your hand, it doesn't matter, It's a penalty. Um, you know, penalty has been given for far less, uh, in my opinion. So, yeah, at that point, I'm thinking oh, this is it. This is the lifeline, um, uh, that's for sure. But Jolie Tune for life on on the, on this point make, makes a makes a great point. So, can anyone explain um, on our second penalty why the yellow card wasn't issued to I think he's to Junior Firpo, who was already on a yellow mm-hmm. card. I'm not sure um, of the handball rule these days. And yeah, I think it's a great point because. Um, yeah. I was fully expecting him to be sent off then, because and then we would have won been. the game.
0: We would have won oh. the game then, it was, it was pretty, That was that was the uh, that was the, the, about the 70th match mark, or just before it. So the way 20 minutes are much, probably around 25 minutes to, to finish them off at that stage. Because get him getting sent off on the 90th match, or so, it's, it's too late to, to make a difference.
1: This is why. This is why it's a talking point now. For the reasons that you've said, is that if we if we we score the penalty, and they're down to ten mm-hmm. men, they don't get back into the game. You know, in my opinion, they don't because they're they're leaving gaps in them behind, and you know we exploited them time and time again, even with eleven men after that point. But with with ten, they can't get forward with the same type of confidence. And if they do, we hit them on the counter, like because we're, we're we're full of confidence. Um, so yeah, um, see. It's, it's, it's definitely a talking point. That's for sure. Mm. There's another talk about,
0: and I don't have it in my notes, and I because I don't know what time it, it happened. Is well, there was another penalty shout where Wilson got the push in when he's in the box. So it was, would have been before this penalty, but but uh, yeah, the, nothing ever came. about. In, in the first yeah, half, was it? Was the
1: first it, half? Okay, it was in the first half. It was not long after he'd scored the first penalty, so it was just before half time And Western McKenny, Western mm-hmm. McKenny. Um, so like him. the ball's the ball's coming up into the air in, in the box. Wilson's in front, so we're looking to win the header. And the, there's a knee and, and and there's a there's a slight push in the back, but it it sends him to ground. Um, and to be fair, on BT Sport, Jermaine Genius he says, "I don't understand why that wasn't yeah. a penalty. It should have been a penalty." Um, yeah. And you know it, the commentators or anyone else didn't really make it a talking point, but. And it might have been considered a soft penalty to some, but he's he's stopped him getting hold of the the ball cleanly, and he's gone into his back. He's yeah, anywhere else on the pitch, the ref gives a gives a free kick. So yeah, another another talking point there, definitely. Yeah.
0: All right. So we're, we're two and up at this stage. I'm seventy one minutes, and uh, ASM and Gordon come on. Miggy and Wilson uh, come off. And now about five minutes or so later, I'm, I'm looking at Isaac, who's our only striker now, and he just looks like he's he's out of juice. Uh, so I was just thinking, was it was it right to bring off Wilson? Should he have maybe th- thought of bringing off Isaac um, then? But anyway, look, it, it doesn't really matter. Uh, we carry. For,
1: I would stick with that point because I think you've made a really, really good point there. And it'd be interesting to see people in the chat's opinions on this. Should, should anyhow have made the changes he planned to make before we, you know, we we plan to bring Gordon and ASM on before the penalty, but but the penalty comes, we score it. At that point, should those subs still be made? Mm. I'll be honest with you. I don't believe they should have. Wilson's just put us two on up. His confidence is sky, sky high. Adrenaline's running. At that point, I would have I would have given him another 10 minutes. I would have, it, I would have took it, it. For me, I would have took those existing players another 10 minutes. It would have been sky high, energy going. They want to protect the win. I'd have given that team the opportunity to see us out for another 10, 12 minutes. And then with 10 minutes to go, eight minutes to go, we make the changes. I just thought it was too quick after that.
0: Yeah, I, I thought the same when when it was happened, but then and, and we're, we're allowed to question question things. We still in how we trust, but we uh, it okay. It, I I would have thought as well. I, I would have played it on another few maths just to see how it settles down and then makes the changes as well, but. We'll move forward. Uh, seventy-four minutes. Uh, ASM. Um, oh yeah, he put the, ASM puts the ball in the back of the net. But Izak goes well outside. You can see it straight away. Uh, you knew that wasn't wasn't going to count. That was a that was a correct decision. Uh, but then seventy-eight minutes. So seven minutes after those substitutions, um, Lee's got a goal. Uh, Christensen um, takes a shot. Uh, I think it had it was a corner before that, but uh, it could the deflect it kind of it did come off uh, a, a couple of Newcastle bodies before that. But, uh, but the la- his shot came off Tripp's head, which is unlucky on Tripp's there. He he because he had blocked it right before that as well. And he had the hands down side side, so it, it wasn't going to go to a penalty. <laughs> There's enough penalties there today, but uh, yeah, unlucky as uh, that one with him. But uh, any thoughts on, on that uh lead second goal from Christensen?
1: Um. I personally thought that they, we should have never given him a corner. The balls come over to the back post. Trippier's tried to head it back towards Pope and ended up heading out for a goal. Call, uh, 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 sorry, a corner kick. What he should have done is not head it towards goal; just defend it away. Head it, if he'd have headed it away um, into space, we could have we could have moved up as a team. Um, so I just thought that was Paul from Trippier who didn't really have a good game today. He made a lot of bad decisions in the game, and uh, there's people in the chat that are saying very, very similar. I'm sure we'll get on to him uh, later on, but yeah, uh, for what happened after the corner, happened after the corner. Um, unlucky from Trippier there, but it should we should have avoided the corner in the first place, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. And this is this is part of what we're doing now, we're putting pressure on ourselves. It wasn't the first time. Um, in the game that we did that, and I'll I I'll, I'll talk about that in,
0: the, in a little bit. Okay. Then, uh, shot from ASM on the 85th match, 86th uh, match, Anderson, Anderson came on for Willock, and uh, the 90th match, um, Junior got sent off uh, for that for his uh, second yellow. Uh, there was a foul on Gordon, right on the line, uh, and was a free kick to us then. Uh, he, he, as we said earlier, he should have been sent off. Before that, then uh, 91 minutes, it was six minutes at a time. Uh, trips took that free kick and went into the wall. Then an intruder comes on the pitch and goes over and has has a word with Eddie Howe, uh, put which was ridiculous. Uh, that that, that was allowed to happen. Then, um, then the 96th man thinking, okay, are we going to be doing this as we start the show? Fingers twirling. Char had a volley and uh, a good volley and uh, it, was, it was saved, but final result, uh. To all, and you know what? I think fair play to Leeds. Uh, they they they're battling relegation, Um they they deserve something from from the game t- t- today. So, uh, uh, and for us, we were the better team, but um, nah, didn't didn't have the, the best of days really. Um, relying on two penalties to 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 end a, a penalty save from Pope to get something from from the game is not good enough, but. We're still, we're still battling for this four, fourth spot, third or fourth spot, the Champions League spaces. Uh, it's still in our hands, so all is not lost. We just need to pick it up uh, in the next game. But well, Pete, your thoughts on uh, on t- t- today's game?
1: Um, <clears throat> look, it's not, it's not what any of us wanted. Uh, we wanted to go there and get the three points. Um, but being honest, we didn't play well today. Uh, we didn't play anywhere near the capabilities, um, whether we got sucked into the atmosphere and the intensity and all the all the stuff surrounding Leeds United. I, I don't know whether, you know, I, 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 I really don't know. Um, someone else put in the chat, uh, it wasn't like Leeds didn't give us opportunities. I thought Leeds were dreadful today. They were really bad, particularly defensively. They kept giving us the ball time and time again. Um, there was late on into the second half where they, you know, they weren't even defending at times. We were counter-attacking them and they weren't even getting men back. They just looked out of their feet um, and we didn't punish them. So for me, that's down to us not doing enough in the game. However, you know, we could not afford to have lost this game. We'd be sitting in yeah. fourth right now um, and the pressure would be on us. The fact that we're still third after today, not getting three points, just tells us that we're, we're you know, the everything is still as it should be in terms of what we need to do to get where we want to go. Um, But we're going to have to be a hell of a lot better on Thursday. Brighton come to town. People are talking about Brighton and how good they are. It won't be an easy game. They're coming off the back of a a 5-1 defeat and they're about to get to the Emirates tomorrow. So we don't know what type of shape Brighton are going to be in come Thursday. So it can't be all about us. Um, but this is it this is this is what you this is what you play your seasons for daz this is this is why you know we want newcastle united to play at the top table we, we if we're going to be at the top table if we're going to be fighting for champions leagues on a regular basis fighting for trophies or titles you're going to have pressure games like this today and the games to come and it's about how we manage those moments that will tell me and us a lot about Firstly, some of the players that we've got in the squad and some of the players that we hold our hopes on, how they manage this situation tells us a little bit about you know them as people and, and whether they're ready for these big moments. Uh, so it, it's a big test for everybody. Big test for everybody. We, we, we're not, we were not expecting to be in this position. Some of the players that we've got in this squad have never been in this position before. Or oh, were they a little bit nervous today? Maybe, maybe you know you'd expect it but we now have to navigate ourselves through this and it starts with Eddie Howe he needs to navigate his plays through this moment and I go back to the point you know, we'll put the league table up in a second Go, I go back to the the point that we talked about before Newcastle United have got two their next two games are at St James's Park as we said before we went live, and we've said it just at the beginning of the show. Newcastle United at St. James's Park is the most intimidating place to go in the Premier League, okay? Alongside probably the Etihad. But I would argue maybe even more so, okay? No team wants to come to us at the moment, and our next two games were at home. 52,000 fans backing them, war flags, everyone behind the team. You see what we did to a brilliant Arsenal team for long parts of the game on Sunday? Yes, we lost it if we create that again against Brighton and Leicester, I don't see us losing either one of those games and actually I can see us winning both.
0: Mm. Well, Let's, let's just go straight there Pete before we go to do ratings before we look at the league table, let's just look at how, how it pan out uh and look both myself and yourself we predicted a win a win for, for us today we were wrong we got it wrong but we also said that we would we, be a draw in, in these four games so that's that's a draw the way we might as well win the next three now and just uh, or even two that'll do um uh, but yeah and we we said man united would win and they did so uh Let's let's hope that uh, Leicester can cause a shock. It'll be a shock to everyone uh, if if they can uh, get something from from Liverpool on Monday night, and also uh, I are still expecting Arsenal to do the business against Brighton on tomorrow. But then, as as Peter said, then it's 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 our two home games that that and. It's just a blessing in disguise that we have these home games here because, and people are talking about it in the chat as well nervousness, like the lead up to the, the cup final and stuff like that. But being at home, that has to settle people, I think, a bit. And um, uh, all, all on to this one on, on Thursday night. Massive game uh, for us. And, uh, uh will, will not be the final, um, determining our, our, our fate for the, the season, but it'll go a hell of a long way towards it. So, uh, everything is on that. Um, I'll move away from this now. Again, I just want to highlight as well our goal difference. Uh, out of this part to it, uh, we've got 32 goals plus 32, Man United have plus 10, and Liverpool have plus 25. That's currently so it could. Who knows, it might even go down to goal difference. Uh, and so you imagine uh, Liverpool will, will, will have, theirs will increase and uh, hopefully ours will as well with a few wins. And, uh, but if, if it doesn't, uh, it, it, we, 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 it, it may come into play uh, later uh, on, on the last day, but we'll, let us see. So that is what the, just about the, the, um, the run-in let's talk about ratings Pizzo, before we go to the league table um maybe we'll take it in, in groups again um for keeper uh, poppy a uh, better fall for the first goal the penalty save the, the the second goal you can't you can't really blame him for that uh, he he did come out of his goal a few times and did a kind of volley clearance and and long clearance i think going to give poppy a 7 uh, for today um yeah, i'm going to give him a 7
1: um, I'll, I'm going to give him an 8 just because of, of how big that save was um, uh, in the grand scheme of things in terms of the game it was a big save at a big moment that kept us in the game he, he, had, a, he had a similar moment um, against Brentford although they they eventually did go 1-0 up but that was a crucial moment there we could have been 2-0 down and I think it would have been very very difficult to get back in the game uh, at 2-0 so, yeah, uh, I thought he came out well and swept and swept the ball really well. I thought he came out and collected a two or three big collects that took the pressure off the defence. There was elements of his game that I thought, thought were good today. Um, uh, you know, nothing you could do about the goal. Uh, where it goes in, it's literally right next to the post. There's, there's nothing you can do. Um, so, yeah, the only downside was the first goal that, that he conceded. Uh, he, he could have done better, so yeah. Uh, that aside, the fact that he redeemed himself, I give him an eight.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, let's take the back four then, uh, all in one group. Uh, um, okay, at times are a bit sloppy. Um, Trinity did get a, a good uh, tackle in in the box in the penalty area and then didn't give away. To, it was, I think, the counter said that's how to, to tackle in the box and not give away a, pen, a penalty. But all together, I'm gonna g- give the defense six point five, a collective six point five, and then conceding two goals against a team that's in in, in uh, relegation in spaces. No, I know they're up for it, and they're they're, uh, they're 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 battling. They're at home and blah blah blah. But six point five uh, is what my rating there. The, for the defence?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I'd have to agree with you, Daz. Um, 6.5 collectively for, for the defence. Um, yeah. We, we need to do some shopping in the summer. Big time. Um, there the are improvements that need to be made. We need a new left back. We need a new right centre back. Uh, I don't think Charles has been, been playing well at all recently. Um, and I don't know what Burns doing half the time, but he is not in his position. Honestly, the amount of times that he goes that he goes wandering, he gets sucked in on the halfway line, and then Botman's pretty much playing as a left back. There was a, there was a number of issues today that happened on more than one occasion, um, and it, it 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 was not it was not a good look. Um, it look really quickly. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show cool. you. I'll, um this this happened time and time again. So I'll, I'll I'll take this out. I'll get rid, of, move move around the the least players. Um, but what you found so many times in the game is Burn here. Okay, so we were up here, moved up the pitch. Burn was sucked into his position here, so he was out of position already because he, he's not where he should be. And then when he loses the ball, there's a big gaping hole in this area. So who has to go over there? Botman, where's the gaping hole? Just here. Shaw has to go over. Trippier has to go over. So already we're out of sync. Now what you need is Burn to get back. And at times he did, but at times he didn't. And that's where this man is missing. Because yeah. he's the one that sweeps up here and here on either side of the pitch. That's why I'm missing. Bruno doesn't do that. He didn't do that. He stayed central. So then you're expecting Willock to get in there. And that's Willock's downside defensively. Is It's not defensive-minded. It's not his fault. He's learning that part of his game. That's never been his game. His game's about getting up here. Yeah. What you need is that support in here. But the key thing is, in that position, because Byrne keeps getting sucked out of position, Botman then has to come over and, and, and do the job. What you want is Botman here. You want the team to be here. If the team stays as set as it should be, there's no problems. And then Willett can come as a second man to come and protect here, as it should be. And that happened time and time again. I noticed it three or four times in the first half, certainly more times in the second half as they were pushing. And they got a lot of joy off the back of that. It doesn't work. For me, this guy needs to be here. He has to play here. I know that Willard likes to play down that left and run on the board. He's got a good link up with Izak. He has to play here because he can protect here. He's big enough, he's strong enough, he's defensively minded to get in there and do the job, especially if we've got Bruno here that likes to stay central. It's his game. He's not he's not a long staff. He's not that way yeah. inclined. So that was just a little something that I saw in the game that happened too often. And it came from Burn every single time. Um, so, Pete, follow-up
0: follow question there. So, would you um, consider Target for to, to go in there uh, against Brighton? Or do you, do you um, think he'll stick with Byrne?
1: I, I honestly think he'll stick with Burn. There's been many a time he could have brought Target in, and he hasn't. So, I, I don't see where he's going to change it. I, I genuinely don't. We, we, we could have done with Target in moments today, particularly that free kick at the end a left side, someone someone that's left-footed, just to stand on it, right. just to be an option, just to yeah. offer something different. We haven't got it. We haven't got a left-footed, someone that can offer that that little something extra. Miggy was already off the pitch by then. Um, it, we need an alternative to deliveries. Some people have talked about it, corners, free kicks, Jesus Christ. They remind me of the Pardew era. Right? Yeah. Every time
0: we get we get a corner, Pete, I feel like just going. You might as well just hand them the ball back because we never do anything from a corner. It's so frustrating every time we get a corner. And how many times do the defender get the header wide? It we're so bad at attacking corners. It's it's, it's as, a,
1: honestly what you've just said is absolutely spot on. And and half of the time we don't even win the first header. Yeah, it gets put into an area where we, where it's full of the opposition players, and they just clear the ball. It's very rarely that we work something where we get the first the first contact, and if we do, it's a timid contact. So it's a little it's a little flick or a little yeah, yeah. a little nick down, and then they just clear the ball. Like there's nothing concrete. There's nothing with conviction. We've got some of the tallest players in in our team that should be doing better. Dan Burns six foot five plus. Botman 6-4. You know, Isaac 6-4. You know, Shaw's good in the air. Joe Linton's good in the air. They've all proven it at parts in the season. Yeah. But for some reason, none of them seem to be in the right positions for when the ball's come in. It doesn't seem like there's a communication there. It doesn't seem like they've worked on it. I bet they have. But it just seems like the, the ball's been whipped into an area. It just seems like Chippy's trying to do something different every time. But what he's trying to do is not being communicated with what the players do. So, you know, if he's going to put a ball in, how about you mix it up and have a burn or a bottom and run near post and try and get on the end of it? Or a little flick on to the back post and then someone else is there waiting. There's none of that. It doesn't seem to be none of that understanding. Like, we've had moments. We had a brilliant free kick play against Arsenal where we won the penalty for that, that was then overturned. You know, I, I go back to a couple of set plays earlier on in the season, like the Bruno Cameras at <laughs> and We've had moments where things like that have worked, but we don't seem to do enough of it. It just doesn't seem to no. be communicated or collective in any way. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, Me. no,
0: like, for, for corners, no. Uh, for, for everything else, yeah, we're creative and you go, oh, that's something new. Okay, it didn't work out or something, but it was, they tried something different. But for corners, it just it's frustrating um right, we will talk about the midfield um more for me more difficult to, to kind of uh, pick a, an overall score from midfield because i'm giving bruno a 6.5 i'm giving Willock an 8 i'm giving j7 uh 7 uh of course j7 gave away uh, the, the the penalty the um pa- bruno's passing was was a bit off he got better as a game of the game went on the air, the first half uh, i thought his passing was a bit off but Joe Willock was, was was the the standout in the midfield for me. Um, so I get 6.5 Bruno, Willock 8, and J7 7.
1: Um, Bruno 6. Um, Joe Linton 6.5. Joe Willock 7.5. Um, that's how I'd do it. Uh, I thought again. Uh, the midfield is is at times part of the problem. Um, uh, these three these three are not are not balanced enough to work together as a midfield. Yeah. They're they're just not, um, and you can tell you can see it on the pitch. We need we need a combative number six that can get around the pitch that can break up play. Uh, obviously, we keep talking about long staff, but long term we need a better alternative even yeah. to that. Um, moving forward. This is why I think, from what we've seen in the last couple of games, this is exactly why that Bruno cannot be on number six long-term moving forward. That's why he has to move into number eight. Because um, like, today, he, he, he just wasn't at it. He he, he, wasn't, he he really was poor. That's two games in a row he's been poor now. Um, and he knows it. You can tell. You can see on his face. You can tell he's not playing. He knows he's not playing well. He's trying these risk pass, passes, which is part of his game, by the way. He's a risk player. He plays on the he plays on the cuff, but on, on the edge of things. But he some of his passes today you're thinking, what what are you doing? Mm. Just keep it simple. If you're not playing well, and, and confidence is low, keep the ball simple. Keep it ticking over. Okay. Don't keep trying those additional passes if you're not confident that you're gonna make it. Um, you know, you need to build your confidence up to them be able to play those sorts of passes, and they were just running out for goal kicks and all over the place, and he just didn't work. Joe Linton, I thought, was poor in the first half, um, was a little bit better in the second half, but um, yeah, uh, you know, and Joe Willett was really, really, really good uh, from an attacking point of view, but defensively, he's got work to do. He has um, because he doesn't protect his defenders. As good as he should, um, and he doesn't yeah. track back as well. Um, he, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, well, um, it, it's, it's a conversation for another day. But yeah, he, he does need to work on his defensive um, uh, um, ability. But look, um, what he gives us going forward is very, very good at times. So it, we have to give a yeah. take. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, right,
0: let's go to the attack um, and. Okay, Miggy. I've said I've kind of I'm between six point seven five seven for Miggy. I was gonna say a seven for Miggy. Uh, I'm gonna say, Isaac, uh playing out wide. He's he's a lot to a lot of work to do uh, when he when he's playing out, out wide. Uh, he's better in the middle, as we know. Um, it's just getting the best out of him. I, he 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 gave everything today, and he, he was he was jaded come the last fifteen minutes or so. I'm giving him a seven because he he won both penalties re, uh, really first. Uh, Wilson, uh, cool head from the penalty spot um, and, uh, and I'll give him Wilson an 8 so all together 7-7 seven, seven and 8 um, with I suppose yeah, Wilson being the best because he, he he scored both goals but he's uh, put in a good shift and uh, Miggy coming back for his first game first, sorry, first start uh, he did try his best no, nothing really worked out for him but uh, I'll give him a 7
1: Pete uh is this for Miggy, just for Miggy? Uh
0: no, Miz- Miggy, Isaac and Wilson.
1: Okay. Um Miggy was a six. Um I, I thought I thought he was anonymous. Uh, I don't see what he did today. Um and I fully expect Murphy to be back in the team on Thursday. Um after that. Um Wilson. I'm mean, inclined to give him man of the match. For two reasons, because he was ice cold with two very, very pressure point penalties. Um, in terms of what he did within the game, um, he was big, strong, held up the ball. He does what he normally does, makes things difficult for for defences. I thought he had Leeds defence rattled at times. But I, I would say those penalties for me were top, top penalties in in the highest of pressure points in games in an away ground that had, was a cauldron at times. Um, I thought he was, I thought both penalties were outstanding. Um so yeah, I I'm gonna give him an I'm gonna give him 8.5 um for that. And Izak, I actually thought Izak played quite well. He wasn't really in the game too much to begin with. When he switched to a number 10, he was far more effective. Um so yeah, I would probably give Alexander Isaac uh, yeah, give him a seven point five. Oh, are you on mute? I think you're on mute. He's definitely on mute. Yeah. <laughs> someone has gone up wrong. Someone's gone wrong. There uh, ah, we go. Uh, sorry.
0: I thought it was my headphones. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can hear you. It's all gone. It's all gone, Pete tongue. It's all gone, Pete tongue. But no, it's just sorting out his... I I can hear you now. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, all good. All good.
0: Uh, My internet is dying a bit as well. So sorry about that, Pete. It's going to pick him up now again. But... uh, Um... Cool. Let us move on. Um, while my internet is still good, let's look at the table. That was the ratings. Let's move straight to the the, the table. So here we are. Uh, we're on. Sorry, uh, we've played 35 games. Three games left. Sitting on 66 points. Man United won today as well against Wolves to two 0 in the end. I think was the result. I was watching the end of that shouting Wolves on, but no joy. Uh, so they're on sixty points. So we they were separated by goal difference. We have pl- uh, twenty two goals over Man United uh, there. So we're, we're, uh, when it comes to goal difference, we're, we're good there between them. Uh, Liverpool, who play on Monday against Leicester, um, they we're all equal and, and played thirty five games now actually, and they have sixty two points. So um, We are four points, both us and Man United are four points ahead of Liverpool and uh, Villa bet Spurs today. So they're played 36, both of them, and 57. We don't need to worry about them anymore. They can't pass it out. So forget about them. It's all about here. I'll even zoom it up because it's all about from here up. That's all we need to worry about. uh, sorry, and Brighton as well, I should say. I only did a Jordan corner there who ruled out Brighton as well earlier today. Um, whether these quick mats, but I uh, know Brighton are also have, have a say in things because uh, they have five games to play. But uh, if if Arsenal were to beat um uh Brighton tomorrow, the yeah. maximum Brighton could get would then be 67 points. So, well, that's just one off us where we are. So you would like to think that Brighton, if, if Brighton lose tomorrow, then they, they may be out of the equation a bit. Um, your thoughts on the table, Pete, uh, as it's looking now. I suppose it's, we've kind of touched on it already, but uh, what, what are you thinking?
1: Um, as I said, uh, it's still in our hands. We have two massive home games in, in a short space of time. Brighton at home, which is the big one, because it's the next one, and then Leicester. Um, it will. It's crazy to think that we could be in a position where we relegate Leicester on, uh, you know, a week on Monday. Um, we, we could, um, you know, if they don't get anything from, if they don't get anything from, uh, from Liverpool at, at home on Monday, they then come to us the following Monday, and that could be lights out for them. Um, with a week to go, because it could be the other team's pick-up points and it's and it's beyond them. So um, will that ask them to come out and be a little bit more attack-minded? Yes, but defensively, they leave gaps all over the place. Um, if anyone watched the Fulham game, geez, they were bad. So, you know, ideally what you'd want is for them to take points off Liverpool, which puts us in a more positive spot. If they take a point or two off them... It could be that a win in one of these two games takes us to our total that we need. So we might only need that one win, and then it's you know four points could then be enough potentially after our next two games. So it it could all change very quickly. At the moment, there seems to be a lot of a lot of um kind of. You know, nervousness or negative feeling about whether we're going to get Champions League or not, or the worry of Liverpool catching us, and and I understand it to a point, but I'd understand it even more so if we were sitting in fourth on sixty five points, and you know Liverpool win on on um, on Monday and they go joint level with us, like I get, I would understand that, and they they hammer their goal difference and bring them within two or three, I would understand that, but. We're still four points ahead of them when we're at the same amount of games. And you look at the league table right now and we're on 35 points. Uh, sorry, 35 games. <laughs> uh, those, I was, yeah, years, uh, no, 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 no. We're <laughs> on 35 points back in like what? Knows,
0: yeah, we'd be, we'd be down. We'd be down. We're uh, on 35 uh, points back
1: in Christmas time.
0: It's a, sli- it's a slip up. Which, yeah, uh, but yeah, but, but like we'd be down there, Forest, yeah, in between Forest and West Ham if that was the case. So yeah, yeah those I days see. are well gone.
1: <laughs> I switched into to old, old ownership mode. I, I apologize. <laughs> but, uh, but no, like we were all at, at 35 games each. Right there, we are four points ahead of Liverpool. OK, so we are where we need to be. We go and beat Brighton on Thursday. It takes us closer to that total. 69 points, OK? Then it's up to it's up to Liverpool, OK? Liverpool might win against Leicester. They might not, fair enough. But then the big one for them is that they have Villa at home. Villa obviously won against Tottenham. Um, today, and they look like they're kind of back in form, um, that game is not going to be easy. Um, so they've got two games now, Leicester away, Liverpool, oh, sorry, um, Villa at home, where they could drop points. So what we need to do is focus on ourselves, get the points on the board, get St. James, James's part bouncing, give give the team full support, because we're going to need it. At these times in the season when players are tired and it's coming towards the end of a really tiring season when they've gave everything for us. They've given everything. You think of how intense we've played for 35 games this season. Non-stop press, non-stop worry. The ground we cover week in, week out. Yes, one or two did look tired today, but you would expect that because of how much we give. And we've got a small squad. So we... I think someone put in the chat earlier, you know, uh, you know, yes, the, the fans might be up for it, but those players have got to step up. They, they have got to step up. You're absolutely right. But we need to we need to show them that we're behind them. We need to get behind them. At times, we don't sometimes. We, we, when they come out, we're up. The flags are out. It's all great. And then when we get into the game, it's silence. It's St. James's part. We cannot have that. We need people singing, we need people chanting, we need people getting behind them for 95 minutes of that game because that's what gets them through. They said the same about Southampton in the second leg, getting them to the final. They said the fans got them through that because of the chanting, because of the atmosphere. It gave them that extra 10%. We need that. If we want to play Champions League football and do what no other team in the league or club in this country thought we were capable of, we need to back them 110%. So we need a big atmosphere on Thursday. And I'm confident that they'll put a performance in that will back the support that we give them. A 100% guarantee it.
0: Yeah, and I guess in summary, there is no need to panic at this moment in time. Look, if, if Liverpool were to beat Leicester, if we were to lose against Brighton, if Liverpool were to win against Aston Villa... Then maybe you could panic going into that Leicester game. Uh, there's plenty of time to panic then, but uh, at the moment there's no need to panic. It's still all in in our hands, um, and let, let things. Uh, some things have to play out that we have absolutely no control of, and then it's on onto that Brighton game uh, that that it's it's something that we we can try and play a part in and. Uh, and obviously, the players have a massive part to play um, on on Thursday night. Um, so that that's that's what we're looking forward to. So that is the league table. Pete, maybe we should go to take some questions. I know you've been trying to get through the chat there. There's a lot of messages with it. with two of us. It's hard to, to get through it everything. But uh, but um, what are you thinking on uh, the questions, Anthony? You want to to focus on. <laughs> Yeah, I mean,
1: there's 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 more so comments and discussing yeah. discussion points rather than fully fledged questions. Um, so I'll just I'll just run through them and we can just discuss some of them as we go along. So Steve, uh, welcome, Steve. Even in loading peeps, um, good thing we didn't go for the throat after our second goal. Um, they were there for the taking, and we sat back and let them back into the game. Uh, is that what you felt, Daz? Did you feel like we kind yeah. of yeah. Kind of sat back a little bit,
0: yeah, it, it, it was linked to too, because. Um, Ezek was offside but it, ASM put the ball in the back of the net and then we then oh, sorry, when, and before that as well the, 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 we talked about it a bit, the, the substitution maybe if we held off a bit it stuck out a little bit longer and then made when it, was, uh, it wasn't was as emotional then for Leeds to try and get, get straight back in, into it, it might have s- seen the game out uh, and of course the other thing is that the player uh, junior should have been sent off earlier as well um, so there's a, there's a few things like that that didn't go away As we as Keith Graves tweet, and uh, if we're watching ourselves, as Bamford is stepping up to take that penalty, would lead to one nil up if, uh, if, um, if they've gone two nil up, it might have been a bit out of sight for us then. Uh, so we have to take a point.
1: Definitely, now, David Cook's put on here. He's having a mayor How can Leicester take one point off Liverpool? I meant take points off them. I mean, as in get one point, as in a draw. Mm-hmm. I, I take a draw. Would anyone take yeah. a draw? Oh yeah, because that means Leicester, um, Le, um, Leicester have taken points off Liverpool. That's two points yep. off. That takes down. I think is it right in the league table That's their final total then is sixty-nine points rather than seventy-one. Is that right?
0: Yep. I have the spreadsheet in front of me. Yeah, that's the way. it would but go. That's what meant, David. And we'd be um, three points off, uh, three points off by the Champions League then, more than definitely. likely, like only barring definitely. goal goal difference. But um, um, yeah, <laughs> Our, yeah, we would, yeah, we are something like that. Anyway. But yeah, bring on that that result. I take that. Give. I'll take that now.
1: <laughs> definitely, I think Foxy and one or two others put in the chat actually about you know it's not a given that Leicester go to hmm. the King Power or. Uh, Liverpool, sorry, go to the king power and win. It's not a given. Um, Leicester can be a difficult place to go for teams, um, but Leicester have got it all to play for. Like, they need this is not like one of their final games at home this season. They're going to want to create an atmosphere and make sure that the fans are behind them because they need points on the board. You know, you look at Forest have got big wins uh, recently. You know, Leeds took a point today. You know, other teams around them are picking up points. Look, Everton got their big win at Brighton. Leicester haven't had that big win yet. Who's to say that it can't be on Monday? I'm not saying it will be, but who's to say it can't be?
0: Question for you, Pete. Uh you're doing nothing Monday evening. Uh would you go along to the to the King Power and shout on Leicester against Liverpool? Not a chance.
1: <laughs> not a chance. I'll be I'll be sitting at home uh watching it, watching it on TV, mate. Um <laughs> uh, there that, yeah, that's where I'll be. Um
0: ben Jacobs has a ticket for you if <laughs> yeah, he wants it. Yeah, he might have a
1: ticket for me, but he could give it to someone else to hang, right? <laughs> yeah. There's no chance. But, uh but, look, I can I, I can I can cheer on and hope that's <laughs> a point from the comfort of my uh, uh, of my home rather than go in, um <laughs> uh, go to the king power. The only time I go to the king power um is in the away end. When the black and white boys come to town, that's when I—that's when I'm at the King Power, mate. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, but no, uh, there might be one or two Newcastle fans that do. Um, I do doubt uh, it. But, yeah. do. <laughs> us, some of them that are based more around the media. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, they, they might, might want to go down there, but uh, yeah, uh, we, we'll see. Um, some other good points and comments popping up in the chat. Um, so don't worry if we haven't said your point, or if we didn't put it on the screen. It means that I've just kind of um, saved it. Um, uh, Trippier for Prime Minister put this quite early on. To be fair, might have covered some of these points. So many players were poor today, but I'm so tired of Miggy. No right foot, uh, uh, laughably predictable. Kills attacks regularly. I hate to say it, but he is not a good player. His purple patch just hid that. Interesting points from Trippier for Prime Minister. Normally makes some spot-on points as we yeah. seen um, last year or so what you
0: make of that does? i wouldn't be as harsh and, and i know I, I gave him the 6.757 rating because it was his first start back but he there was those triangles that that that, that he likes to play that were kind of it, it didn't work out but uh they were back in in, in fashion again um yeah we it, it is. It is a bit weird that that he, he did drop Murphy, um, cause he and and I know he said in the press conference that Miggy was 100% fit now. So it because Murphy didn't even get a look in, uh, you know, and he's played every other game since. So it is, it is kind of a bit weird, but um, yeah. As I think we said the other day, if we got a decent offer for Miggy, we'd we'd consider it.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. It's uh. We talked about it this week, didn't we? We, we yeah. said it might be a just because he signed a new deal doesn't mean that he stays at the club. It could be a, a way of getting some value for him. Um, so definitely one to watch. I didn't think he played well today personally, I thought he was poor. Um, I thought you know, someone put it, oh, I don't know if someone put it in the chat or someone put it on social media, and I thought it was a really good point. Someone said, um, I don't. In, in this is their words. I don't believe um, Jacob Murphy deserved to be dropped from the game today. Mm. Um, uh, you know, uh, for Miggy, I don't think he did enough to be dropped. Sean in the chat is saying Miggy was injured. Mm. I didn't, I didn't hear that. Heard, I've not heard that personally,
0: um, and it wasn't mentioned in the press conference either.
1: No, um, or before or after the game. Yeah. Um, about that. About and he was thing. he was, was he, he was on the bench as well. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was very animated on the bench as well. Yeah, There's yeah, a few yeah. decisions. Um, for example, you could see him when um I think was it uh, was it Joe Willock when um Furpo comes in with a challenge that potentially could have been a red card. Um, he's in the background and he's go he's he's very animated and going mad. Um, but yeah, uh, I just thought. <laughs> Yeah, um it, very very uh, interesting um that one. Um um one thing we haven't done, Dad. Uh, we lost for forget Hit
0: hit that like button. I did put I did put a message at the top of the chat before we came yeah. on for so people to see that it's pinned us to up. So I'm sure everyone has hit that like button already. And if not, do it now do it now uh and uh, if you're chatting in the chat that means you're a subscriber because we've uh, said it to, to subscribers to chat so anyone anyway, that's new welcome and um make sure you tell everyone to hit that subscribe button or to hit that like button uh thanks Judy, for uh, reminding everyone
1: yeah definitely um what i guess is beat brighton and we should be there beating brighton is going to be the the thing I think he, I think he's right. Beating Brighton is going to be um, the, the the key thing. But does what are we saying about it then? Is it squeaky bum time for Newcastle United? What what do you say, Drews? No,
0: no, I, no. I think I'll go go back to my my, my little monologue there. I said about don't panic. I think uh, there's it's, if we get if let if Liverpool beat Leicester if if we lose to Brighton and Liverpool beat Aston Villa it's squeaky bum time because it's it's we we've got we have to win those last two games kind of thing and then that's it just to make sure of it so um no it's not that 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 stage yet um it's 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 every game is important but it's 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 building that the momentum is building now towards an odd or nothing uh job here um at home Brighton are a tough side, though. I uh, know when, when we did look at it, they were the ones I was kind of worried about. It. Um, and I wasn't so much worried about Leeds. That didn't work out great. But um, no, not squeaky one time yet, Drew. Yeah, nearly there.
1: Um, but not quite. And hopefully we don't get to that point. Um, that's for sure. Um, Tony's put, I'm very worried because today we're really pulling the gap. Uh, and, and the gaps, Madison and Brighton would exploit worried. We are in for a hiding. Um, I wouldn't personally go that far, but are you worried about maybe gaps that Madison or or team like players for Brighton could potentially exploit?
0: bright brighton on, on their day are, are are brilliant uh i really like the McAllister guy and they have um a few more lads there that are very good for for brighton but they, they haven't been at the races recently and they have so many games all close together like they play on the 14th they play on the 18th 21st 24th 28th so like they're, they're playing a the game every three days or so so um it's it, it is very tight for, for them um and because if they, they play Arsenal tomorrow, and then they play us on, on Thursday, um, so I'm not, I'm not so much worried about Brighton in the in in the, the running on the day. Yeah, um, we have to be up for it. We're at home. Um, there's, there's, no, there's, there's no there's no there's uh, no choice in this. We're at home. We need to be doing the business.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um. One second, there was a few other questions come in. Um, uh, David Cook's put a question for me, but as a non season ticket holder, how do you manage to get um, into your way and tune tickets? Um, <laughs> I do it like many others do. I'm I don't live in Newcastle, so uh, I'm, I haven't got a season ticket, I did back in 0203 for a season. Um, but living in Leicester, it's a long way to travel. Uh, every week, having a family. Um, and mortgage and all the rest of it, it's it's not viable for me. So I do it like many other people do. I ask around. I ask around for people if they're not going to the game, if they've got a ticket. Um, I get offered tickets all the time uh, for people that can't make the games. Um, But I only take tickets that pay face value. I'm not overpaying for tickets. I got offered a ticket for the cup final. I didn't take it. Uh, why? It's because they're offering two, three, four, five, six hundred pounds. I'm not paying that. You know that, that that's a mortgage to some people. Um, so I will only go to games where I pay face value, um, and many other people do the same. Um, I don't get to all the games. I can't make all the games, but I try and make as as many as I can, um, and only if it's affordable. So a uh, follow up question not- there. But- many
0: a follow-up question: Would you only purchase a ticket then off someone you know, or you, you, or someone contact you you know, or someone else knows that you know really, really well? Um,
1: being a being a supporter of Newcastle and going to games since the early nineties, uh, firstly with my brother when I wasn't old enough to go on my own, when he used to take me to games to the point where I was old enough to go on my own. Um, I've built up a rapport of contacts. For a, a number of people that that go to home and away games, so I am very lucky. It's been thirty years, um, and me and my my mates in Leicester, you met Lowell um, and and Ricey, that was at the Leicester game with um, uh, on Boxing Day. Um, I I always uh, we always had different contacts and different people. I'm lucky enough to live in Leicester, but be surrounded by five, six, seven Newcastle fans that live in Leicester. So we've all got different contacts and different. Different things and people uh, that we know, um, but yeah, um, it's the only way I'd be able to go. Um, but as I say, I'm not, I'm not the only one in that boat. There's many others in that boat. And look, I would love to be able to just pack up and move to Newcastle, and my wife would want to do that. we were talking about that over okay. um, when we we're up in Newcastle. My wife would want to move to Newcastle like straight away. Um, but having young children, it's not quite possible right now. And if I was lucky enough to move to Newcastle, I would get a season ticket or attempt okay. to try and get a season ticket. If I'd, be all, on.
0: I'd be all on for that, because I'd have a place to stay, then be great. <laughs> Later.
1: Later. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, uh, good question, David. Um, um, thanks for asking it, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just like uh, lots of many other fans that do exactly the same thing. Um, with, with regards to tickets. But uh, uh, another one in here. Um, Dave, was happening with that answer as well? Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, I don't travel as far as you, David. So, you know, fair play to you. Bit, uh, bit, been travelling that far. Um, and, and yeah, like I say, I, if I could do it, I'd do it every week. I'd do it for every single game because I love Newcastle. I love going to games, but... Um, as I saying for you, mate, it's um, it's one of those things where financially not viable or can't get there for, for other reasons, it, it is what it is. But it doesn't mean that we love the club any less just because we can't make it any every week. You know, Daz lives in Ireland, for example, and I know personally, because we spoke about it, you cherish the times you get to come over to Newcastle and watch games, you love it. <laughs> So passionate about it, like we would just go mad in the Southampton game and the Forest game earlier on the season. So it doesn't mean that we support the club any less, it's just that mm-hmm. through our locality and where we're based, we're just not able to get to games um, as readily as people that, in my opinion, are very lucky to live in Newcastle. Some people might feel differently about that, but it's such a special city. Um, uh, and um, yeah, uh, you, and, you and to- the other thing is. Living
0: living in Ireland, it's only like this is the first season I got to go to two games in the season, and that's that's like amazing for me. But um, but doing this then, it just it just kind of it feels like you you're of it, you know. Uh, but doing all this YouTube stuff and and talking to so many talk to people in the chat, it's all all about Newcastle. So it's like it's like you're you're all part of it. It's it's you know at the games, but you feel a part of it. So that's bonus for me.
1: Definitely. I just want to put this one up here. That De- Pete and Daz, I said it all along, Miggy three year contract was to get a price in the summer. To be fair, he did mention that to us. Fair play, Alan. Alan. Alan's always on the on the button anyway. He knows the score. Um, are you concerned about this? PDK, welcome to the chat. Great to have you in there. No PDK. concern for the last 16 games, Daz. Is that a concern for you?
0: great to see PDK back. I know I've, I typed it in uh, and the way it is, uh, but uh, great to see PVK back. I'm not going to play that music tonight though, PDK, I'm going to hang off for, for another, another the next the next reaction show. But um, uh, yeah, it is a bit of a worry. Um, and then after six minutes, that was out the window. And then the commentator said it as well. So it, it, it's like, it was the foundation we built our, our season on to, to get us this far, those clean sheets and then Miggy on fire, uh, uh, getting those, those wins. But, um, yeah, we, it would be nice to, to, to get one of those back again and build something to build on then, then as well. Um, I'm sure it's not gone unnoticed as well in, in, in the training ground. Um, so, yeah, a big concern. How about you, Pete?
1: Um, it's a little bit of a concern. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, our, our, our early form this season was built on the solid foundations of having a rock solid defence, and it just doesn't look rock solid anymore. Um, so I'm a little bit concerned. Um, I don't want to be in a position where we have to outscore the defence. That's what I don't want us to be. We create a lot of chances, we've, we've scored a lot of goals in previous games, but you want to be able to rely on the defence to be solid and not concede. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a little bit concerned. I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, th-
0: this this isn't the, the Kevin Keegan days. Uh, it, 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 it's, the it um, so it's 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 the eighty how it is. So it's it's what what our foundations are built on. So please please uh, on on uh, Thursday uh, and clean sheet would be nice.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Philip Ray, um, one of our members, has put a comment in. Yeah. Next season, we hear all VAR discussions. Um, are you all for that?
0: How far that? Yeah, why not? It's going to be very interesting. Uh, will it show them as well? I wonder. Or just you just hear. So either way, it's it's going to be it's going to be add another dimension to the whole uh discussion. Really, isn't it? And and because our our discussions after games are are. Trying to fathom what was what way they were looking at. It. I know Richie really did just kind of he, he lives for that, those those kind of things, but uh, um, it's going to be really interesting, um, to hear hear those discussions. So, yep, bring it on, Philip.
1: Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Foxy said, uh, the Gordon ASM change makes sense when drawing or a goal down, but then again, who do we have to bring on to hold the lead?
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I suppose it links back to the decision of playing Wilson and Isaac together. Uh, and yeah, if, 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 if well, but he wouldn't have made a change after six months, though, either. You know, uh, he would have at least wait until half time to, to make a change. I can't see him making a change any anytime sooner than that. Um, yeah, it, it was a bit a bit unusual that, that that he stuck with with that decision. It was one all, and he was going to make that decision. Then we go two and up, and he still makes that decision. And then they score seven minutes later. Uh, just 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 the, the timing of it was was a bit off.
1: Yeah, I would agree definitely. Um, uh, just in response to um, something you said earlier, Daz, uh, with regards to the question from PDK about defence. Um uh, NAS and UFC. Welcome, NAS and I don't think hey, you've seen you before. I hope you've subscribed. Great to see you. Um, Defense wins championships. Um uh, and in, in our case, gets Champions Leagues. Uh, so yeah. you know, it, it, it's it's a great point um and a valid one. Um, that's for sure. Uh let's there's another one here. Um where was it? Um hold on. Oh, I've gone all AWOL. I apologise. Um, okay, this is the one uh, from Les. Uh, welcome, Les. Um it was on the news that the bloke who got uh, to Howe has already been arrested and got a life ban. Leeds need to investigate how that happened. How was that even allowed to happen?
0: It's, it's ridiculous. It goes as far as Eddie Howe. He should have gone straight to Jason Tyndall, really, because uh, he's wow. the main man. But uh, he got to Eddie Howe, uh, like, and, and someone was saying, someone was on Twitter said something about, like, of all the people that you had to go and and get banned for life and get put in jail for, it's Eddie Howe you got you going. There's so many more managers <laughs> that we that you could. I don't know what he are we trying to do in the first place, but uh, he just wanted to have a, a word with them or something like, because he, he when he got to him he just like,
1: but he shoved him. He shoved
0: him. Did he show him? I yeah. Didn't see that. Oh, okay. he, he, he
1: got into his face and pointed or did something, and then shoved him. Like because um, where, where where the where okay. the badge was, you see him push him away, and and that's where Eddie House kind of gets animated a little bit. Um, I I don't get
0: it. Like, okay, okay, you shouldn't be doing that to anybody or any manager. And and if the Eddie Howe doing it to Eddie Howe doesn't make any sense, what what did Eddie Howe ever do to leads? Uh You know, apart from today draw a match, you know, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, It's it's, it's madness. Um, What was said, um, Eddie Howe said he's not going to repeat what was said, um, but he he clearly said something to him. Um, Looks like it was a Leeds fan. They need to investigate massively because Eddie Howe was quite right in saying it could have been very different. You know, if that person had come there yeah. with, with something of a serious nature, yeah. he's been able to get to our Newcastle manager without any type of security. And actually, lots of you in the chat have mentioned this. Is actually the security that did eventually get him was Newcastle-based security. So where's the lead security? So, so the guys, and there's been a lot on social media, and obviously being a wrestling fan, I was laughing at it, because there's one guy with a big beard, looks a little bit like Triple H, one of the wrestlers, uh, and he's the guy that you see in the, in, in the in, quite a tall guy, and he races over and he grabs him, and he's one of them that ushers him out. Um, those guys that you see running in behind Anyhow, they're the Newcastle security. So where is the lead security? And it just goes to show, that someone else on social media said to me, it's a really good point, it's the same at Goodison Park. The security at yeah. Goodison Park is also shocking. And these old type grounds you Know yeah. although they hold a lot of history and a lot of culture, which is great actually for security in the modern day, not so good. Um, and this is a big, big concern now. So, um, yeah, uh, really, really poor. I'm just glad that it was, um, yeah, throwing you know, e- e- expletives and words at Eddie Howe and not anything uh, more yeah. serious.
0: Exactly, exactly. If you look at it, it could have been an awful lot worse. Uh, it's just that, yeah, it's it's it, should, it shouldn't have happened. That was that?
1: Definitely. Sean Taylor says, um, our problem is a lack of competition and because of that, lack of rotation. Would you agree with that, Baz?
0: Of la- lack of competition. Lack of competition, okay, in the forward line, uh, okay, we could do with another forward, but uh, we, we had that good competition with, with Isaac and Wilson when they were, and he's only playing one, so that was good. Lack of rotation, yeah. Look, our backline is is solid. Like we, we don't have anyone to come off the bench. Like we talked about a threat from corners. Lascelles is someone that that was with threat from corners, and um, that's one or two times he has played for us. He's done well. Of course, he's injured at, at the moment, and he, he may maybe may never play for Newcastle again. But uh, but yeah, we we need we know. Where we uh, we harp back to this again, it is a project we are uh we're, we're excelling in where we are. We, we we didn't think we'd be anywhere near this at this stage. And uh, the summer we're we're going to be in Europe next next season. I think we're guaranteed uh Europa League now at this 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 stage. But um, because all we needed was a point, didn't we say the other day? But um, and uh, so there's there's going to be players coming in, uh, and it's just a matter of what, what uh, European competition we're, we're going to be in, what our prize money is going to be in, the sponsorships, and blah, 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 blah. And we can uh, invest and uh, bring in more quality players uh, in, in the summer.
1: Yeah, and George Tiffelife adds to yeah. that as well. We had four full-backs on the bench, um, the lack of numbers, and it's, it's true. <clears throat> With ourselves yeah. out for the season, it, it does mean there is a it, distinct lack of numbers. It would
0: have meant... Yeah, it was, so we we had no centre back. I think there, so it would have meant that if, if one of our centre back pairing like Burnershaw, got injured, Burn would have moved in there, and then like Trippier would have, or um, either Mankio or uh, Target would have come on. Um, I suppose so. Yeah, we, we are we are short in numbers, and but that will be corrected in the summer and this, the the following uh, windows after that.
1: Yeah, there's a few that have. Question-marked to ASM today and said so he came on and, and and was rubbish or wasteful. I don't personally see that. I, I don't. If I'm honest with you, I don't see that ASM did any different to Gordon. I, I don't think any and either of them really kind of set yeah. the world lot when they came on. But ASM seems to be uh, getting a, a little bit of stick in our chat tonight. Not quite sure why. Um, yeah. but- gone
0: sorry gone yeah look look i i'd rate them the same as well. But he, no, neither of them did anything great uh okay sam had the ball in the back of the net but that one was offside uh he's drifted offside um where was it the last game the game before this um asm came on and he, he did he did in, in a nice little cameo but yeah, today and it's, it's, it, I put Gordon and ASM in the same bracket. Neither of them did, did did anything great. Um, and I suppose people have it in their heads now that ASM is is game changer. So you bring him on, and it, it would, it's sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And he hasn't started a game for a long time either. Uh, so uh, he's he's lacking, I suppose, match match sharpness as well. So don't be expecting too much from ASM between now and the end of the season. Or yeah. that's a challenge. ways, ASM. Bring it on. Bring it on.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what we want from all players. Um, uh, Michael said, Michael Polo said, I have zero opinion on AFN's performance today. He didn't mess up a great chance to cross once, though. So he, mm-hmm. he, he did, but he put another couple of crosses into the box, set up a couple of attacks. Um, but so did Gordon. So, he, he, I, as that said, I, said uh, I think they're, they're both, um, both the same. I don't think they. Um, they they did anything. Um, <laughs> Peter, <laughs> back to, come on! In Baxter got still get a stick for not scoring for you. Know not from us. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: maybe maybe from um um oh, our journalist from Middlesbrough, <laughs> uh, Graham. Graham Bailey, yeah, yeah. Graham Bailey, Graham, Graham Bailey, yes. Uh, yeah, me and our Graham has ha- have, have something to say about that actually. But, uh let's let's see how Graham gets on in, in the playoffs. Actually, how does that Sunderland game finish? I I I didn't watch they, any of that. They won two one. They two. I don't want to know. Uh, if anyone's
1: yeah. not seen uh, Ahmed Bialo's goal, it was an outstanding goal for Sunderland to make it one. It was, he's a supreme talent. Um, he's on loan from Man United, but um. It looks like he um, he doesn't want to stay at Sunderland after the after the yeah. load. I think he, he he wants to go and play abroad. He doesn't like the style of play apparently, um, <laughs> which is interesting. Um, so yeah, he could be doing some good work for them, but they'll fall flat without him because he's been the difference maker. Without him, they would have never made playoffs. Uh, some other comments about ASM Williamsmith said Gordon slightly better than ASM. Um, fair enough. Um, uh, uh, corner. Uh, hold on. Uh, Another one to coin a phrase if it wasn't for Maxi's off, uh, it wasn't Maxi offside for the goal. No, it wasn't. It no, was it wasn't. Easy. No, no, yes, um, uh, Michael Owen, please. Uh, welcome if it is the real Michael Owen. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, Maxi had a shot on goal. Uh, who else did? Um, yeah, there's yeah, there's other comments coming in for Maxi. Um, uh, Maxi was fine, worked hard, nearly scored, just wasn't the right sub at the time. Yeah, I'd agree with that, Foxy. Foxy, spot on. Um, uh, but ASM gets uh, no individual blame for the result. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree with that. Absolutely fine. I, I just want to go back to this one. If that,
0: if, if your name is Michael Owen, I, I feel sorry for you. Uh, if you're a Newcastle fan being Michael Owen, that, that must be awful. <laughs> I can't <laughs> think that the worst. Tell us, tell
1: us if it's your real name. Um, Yeah, not that I really, is a something, yeah. Yay! Yeah, glad glad it's not the real one. is Uh, Is it your real name though, Michael? That's what we want to know. That's what we're know. But whilst we're waiting for that, and we'll come to some other questions. Lisa quite rightly said, "177 plus in the chat, only 68 likes. Come on, people, let's get over 100. But before the show ends, uh, that's for sure, and it helps us. Do it, really Do it. We've seen loads, lo- a lot of new people in the chat tonight. Welcome. If you've clicked subscribe, we're well on the way to to 6k. Um, you know, under six hundred now. I think five hundred and fifty, or near to that, um, away from six k, would be a great landmark for us. Um, so come and support us in there, uh, and yeah, uh, join join the the loaded family. Um, hey, oh, my back. Uh,
0: it, it is. is. I don't <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
1: Had to burn them all. No oh, way. Could okay. he just get like a shoe or something on the back instead? So, oh, no. Oh, madness. Was, oh, my God. I'm so sorry for you. Especially Michael as well. Like, could have been a different name. And no one would have been battered an eyelid. Um, fair, <laughs> fair play to you. Fair play to you. Um, question for Michael. Uh, for the same amount of money we spent on Gordon, could we have gotten Eze? on palace instead and that would have been a better use of that money interesting points um to be fair as a aside you could have had a few people that you could have maybe paid that money for um yeah. are, are you sort of questioning that that kind of sign at this stage yeah that's, nope. i'm, I'm not Not
0: questioning. no i'm not questioning the sign in a flash yet um I think, as as you've said before, Pete, um, a big preseason for for um, Gordon and see what he does next year. Uh, it's look, Chelsea. We're going to pay sixty million from at one stage. Um, before that, <laughs> you know, Chelsea. That's been one. You know, this is even before the 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 new ownership came in. So I think, yeah, if it, if we come to the, this stage of the season next year and and Flash hasn't done much then I'd, I'd be going, okay, that wasn't the greatest move ever. But let's, let's give him – uh, he he deserves a full season. And he's very young as well. Uh, um, a season under Eddie Howe uh, can can uh, do him wonders. And he's got be plenty of games as well. It could be European games as well. So he'll have plenty, plenty of opportunity. It's probably a bit frustrating for him as well, not being uh, – he, he's used to being a regular starter at Everton. So he's he's only making cameo roles now at the moment for, for Newcastle. So too early. Too early, Michael.
1: Too early, too early. Uh, Alan Thompson's put a couple of questions, a couple of things in, but one of them, uh, was don't worry, lads. I played for Aston Villa, Newcastle, the Celtic, and people still say, Are you really Alan? Thompson? <laughs> <laughs> I, love I love it, I love it. Great answer, great answer, Alan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I think you're in relation to the Longstars as well. Well, that's yeah. nice one.
1: <laughs> ah, quality, he's come back with another point as well. Not necessarily a question, but he's put um, Brighton play tomorrow, so we have another day's rest on them. So uh, we've got a slight advantage. Liverpool draw Monday and we beat Brighton. It's job done. This is what we've been saying. And this is why both myself and Daz have not come on negative or pessimistic about things. We can be a little bit nervous, of course you can, but it can change very quickly. We're expecting Liverpool to win the remaining games and we have to get to 71 points. But... Who's to say it's not? Who's to say Leicester don't pick up a point? Who's to say, you know, if if Leicester do pick up points and we get the win at Brighton, it's it's job yeah. done. Like yeah. it can be done that quickly. It can
0: all change in a flash, um, and it could be Flash or ASM or anyone that that makes a difference. Who who will step up in, in these last three games and and be be the the game changer? Um, could even be Paul Dummett off the bench, yes. You never know.
1: Oh, imagine that. Paul Dummett gets his Champions League football. <laughs> the last kick of, the, of a ball for Newcastle. Right it, won't be Ritch- club.
0: it won't be Matt It won't be... There's more chance of it being Matt Ritchie, but he's injured so he, and he's out for the rest of the season, so it can't be him. So the, who is going to be our saviour? Oh, definitely won't be you, Michael Owen.
1: Um... <laughs> um Lisa's put on here, I promise to do my duties on Thursday. And we'll leave S, uh, SJP without a voice. Yes, we can nice always we'll leave that. Me, uh, and many others in the chat that regularly go to SJP. And, and I know for a fact that you'll be shouting the boys on to, to three points. And um, hopefully we're we'll there and we get that. But uh, Jordan, too fast put, look, special mention for Callum Wilson having his best ever goal return in the Premier League. Am, am I right in thinking it's 17
0: now? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, he's definitely our top goal scorer so far. But I, 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 don't, I haven't looked at the the stats of that. Um, but yeah, fair, fair play to him. And like all every every season, we are always talking about the injury worries for Callum Wilson and uh, Touchwood. Uh, that um, it's it, he he sees it through. Uh, because he he has been on fire first, and obviously doing so well in April and on the mark again in in May. So. Uh, Keep keep banging them in, Callum Wilson.
1: Yeah, he's on seventeen. Okay, so he's uh, he's fifth in the top scorers list. So he's on set. So we've got Erling Haaland on thirty-five, Harry Kane on now on twenty-seven after his penalty today. Uh, Ivan Tony's on twenty. Didn't realize it made the twenty mark. Um, Mo Salah's on nineteen in fourth, and then Callum Wilson in fifth is on seventeen. Um. Interesting, uh, very, very interesting. Um, yeah, so yeah, yep. do, doing, doing well, uh, doing well. Sorry, sorry. Dan.
0: And another question in, and this is, uh, we've got, a, a, I suppose you could call him a genie Winaldum in in the chat there as well. So, gee, they're all popping in tonight. Mm. Uh, the the real Michael Owen, the real Alan Thompson, and, and the real genie Winaldum. But uh, he he asked do you think we will get a new deal? We need four four uh, club-produced players for the European competition.
1: I um, think we. Yes, I do. I think you will get another year. I um, think so too. Yeah, I think we will get another year because we we need it. Yeah, we need it. I think we need uh, eight eight sort of British-based homegrown players that have been trained at a club in this country um, uh, or England or Wales. Um, And then we need four that have been homegrown. Uh, I thought it was between 17 and 21, but apparently it's between the ages of 15 and 21 that they have to have played three years at the club or trained three years at the club to qualify. So we've got lots of young lads that qualify as a homegrown, but it's kind of after the age of 21 that they count to your squad because under the age of 21, you don't necessarily have to play them. Uh, Sorry, you don't have to put them in the squad. They can still play for your team. Like, so for example, I had initially Ellie Anderson as part of the, a part of the four, but actually because he's, because of when his birthday is and because he's 21 now, he doesn't have to be registered for Europe so we don't have to register him because he counts as a non-registered player that would that's homegrown that, that could just play anyway, which then leaves another space for somebody else. So there's a chance there that that happens, that Elliot Anderson next season becomes that additional one that just plays because he can and he qualifies without having to register him. And then we put someone like Domet in as part of the four. So, yeah, it's an interesting I, one.
0: I just had a thought there. Wouldn't it be great if Elliot Anderson scores his first goal and that goal is the goal that guarantees uh, Champions League football? That would be a dream first goal, wouldn't it? Um, could happen. That one could happen. I think the roof would come off St James' Park.
1: <laughs> honestly. He's been
0: unlucky a few times this season. But well, uh, wow, That would be amazing. Um, another question from Irish Bear. And he asked the question, are we getting top four? It's a yes for me still.
1: Yeah, it's in mm-hmm. our hands. Um, and until it's not, I still believe we'll get top four. So, yeah, you're not going to change my mind. I, 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 honestly, Daz, I've come on here still, still positive. And I know you, you've been the same as well. I've come on here still positive. Yeah, the performance wasn't great today, but nine times out of ten before, we, we, we'd have got beat today. But we took a point out there. Should have probably won, but, you know, we still continuing to build and get points. These next two home games are the games that if we go and win these two home games, which I believe we will, we've got nothing to worry about. Like, would would
0: you rather be us, who have the, the uh, sixty six points, have two home games and away game left, or be Liverpool, who uh, and a better goal difference, or be Liverpool on sixty two points, have uh, two away games and one home game uh, left?
1: Us. If you ask any Liverpool fan, they'd tell you they'd rather be in our position. Yeah,
0: That's Klopp sure. would say the same thing. If you we, if were telling the truth, he would as well. Um, so it's still as as Pete says, it's still still in our hands. Uh, Anthony, ask Pete, before
1: we round off tonight. Um, yeah, question from Michael as well. If Longstaff is not fixed, how do we fix that midfield problem? So it's interesting. We talked about the the, the Jolins and Bruno not working. Or, or not seeming to be fitting nicely together in the way they play. How do we fix that problem if if Longstaff's not fit? Um, and just just to give some context, anyhow, didn't give a time frame on, on Longstaff. He said he could be available for the for the next games. He or equally might not be available for the rest of the season. He he hasn't given a time frame on it, so we don't know whether to expect him or not.
0: Uh, I suppose one option I don't think he'll go down this route would be to start with a a four two three one and have Ezek behind Wilson. Um, but I, I um, yeah I don't know. I I think he'll still he'll still go with his tried and trusted. He'll still start start with the four three three. Who knows? We might see uh, long stuff back on on, on uh, Thursday or for those remaining two games. Eh? We we never know. Uh, it'll twist and turn. With ligament damage, it's it's not not usually a, a long term thing. So it, it is possible that that he could could uh, come on on Thursday. Um, uh, but then it was a case of would he start him? I think he, he'd be better off starting him. But um, what do you think there, Pete?
1: Um. <laughs> Honestly, I think he'll go with them because we haven't got any other options. I, I, I think that I genuinely believe that that's what he would go for, not unless he changes the formation and does what he does, that he did against Leeds, yeah. where he puts him, he puts Isaac in the number 10, and he makes it more of a rigid four. And he's acting just in and around Callum Wilson and, and does it that way. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, I think I think genuinely he will stick with, with with the the mid of three that he's got right now, um, and and we'll play through it until Longstaff is fit if if he does make it before the end of the season. But I, I do think we'll see him for the end of the season. Whether it's at Brighton, I don't know, but I think we might see him against Leicester and um, and and Chelsea uh, if we still need him for the Chelsea game. If if we've got Champions League by then, I don't think. I don't think he's playing. If we've got Champions League as well, I genuinely think that he might even <clears throat> not, he might not even play Bruno. He might just say, yeah. "Bruno, go and get your surgery. Go and go and sort your ankle out. Yeah, have have the last game off." Um, yeah, that, that, yeah. But, but let's see. Let's see. Um, we'll, we'll see how that one pans out. But I do I do expect him to keep to that same that same one. Um, and David Cooks put uh, crowd and ground can be intimidating. But the players need to step up and not crumble. But and that was kind of the conversation we we're having earlier. And I mentioned that someone had put the comment in. It was it was David, and and that's what we need. We need we do need the fans to get behind them, and it, and the and the players do respond to that. Um, will they crumble? I don't believe they've crumbled this season um, in, in any big moment. Um, you can maybe argue the cup final. I just don't think we played one well in the cup final. I don't think we crumbled. So I don't worry about us it, crumbling. crumbling, but we need to get behind them. And not just at the beginning of the game when they come out onto the pitch. I mean, when they're on the pitch, in game, every tackle, every, every pass, every shot, every free kick corner that we get, we need to be ramping it up. We need to be getting behind them, every corner, up on your feet. That's the type of backing that we need. Um, uh, for these players, because these players need that extra bit of 10% to get them through. They do look tired. It's been a tough season, as I said before. Um, so that was just and one of the points. What well, but- I'm
0: going to say the next, Pete, uh, and, and, and as you're going to look for a season, any more last remaining questions, just want sort of mm-hmm. to remind people: thanks for watching. Like mm-hmm. and comment, as you have done. And Hit that subscribe button uh, if you're new. So uh, especially hit that like button. Uh, especially everyone that, that's listening to us now on your way out, mate. Don't don't forget to do that. But a shout out to our sponsors as well. Then to uh, so a shout out to theradiatorshed.com. And uh, if uh, I'm just gonna remove that comment for one sec so we can see it. Yeah, where is the comment? <laughs> there we go yeah uh, there there we you go <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes it's in the shed. Com. uh and uh, if you know why by, by now all about roses, uh russ's rats uh, and put ourselves in jail and here are the, the latest uh, r- r- pictures on the rads. And yeah, I must check with Russ now because he, he, he was uh, due to he come back to me on the showroom and more pictures and his new venture that he's uh, starting up on those rads because it's something that, that I wanted to drop in here to people as well. Uh, of course, this time of year, people aren't thinking about, about rads, especially with, with nice weather. But uh, hey, winter is, 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 is never too far away. So, uh, and. Here's, here's Russ with uh, our top goal scorer there, in Callum Wilson. And ever since it, uh, Callum Wilson met, met Russ, it's all changed for him. So I don't know. Uh, bring her out of good news. And uh, in works is Russ's other company. Uh, that And if you need to get those reds solved, Russ will come, or someone, uh, part of his company will come in the loaded van, and uh, like the A-team van, and sort that out for you. And also, shout out to h 20 Bathroom Design Code, the northeast largest supplier of Velcro and botch bathroomware. Team Valley Gateshead, over 20 years established, run by the family, get down to the showroom on 11th Avenue, Team Valley Estate, uh, Gateshead. And... Here's some of the lovely bathrooms uh, on, on, uh, available, and I'm sure they've probably even changed up the showrooms again, so we must get uh, more, some new pictures as we lead into the summer, which is just around the corner, only two weeks left or so of, of the season, so it's, uh, as we, we've discussed, very interesting. Pete, that is it for the sponsors. Uh, maybe I should let people know as well what's coming. Uh, 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 have you any last question you want to go to before we, we do that?
1: Yeah, there's a few others uh, to, to race yeah, through. Right. Um, one, one second. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Not the only one to say it, but Poch is now being confirmed as the new Chelsea manager. Uh, does that, hmm. does that in your mind, change things and <laughs> build up to the game? Um uh, last game of the season, I don't think he'd be in the dugout for them, but does that change anything for you? Uh, so
0: is he, is he starting in the new season or is he starting I
1: somewhere? I imagine. Okay,
0: if he, if he was there and he was starting, uh, it would, it would uh, worry me a bit more what the last because they're like they drew it for us today, didn't they? Uh, and they're they're poor all, all, all around the present, yeah. You imagine him coming in there will have, will have an effect if, if he's in there before the, the end of the season. I that that last game of the season would worry me more if, we're, if my, my uh, that, that, those percentage uh, odds of us getting the Champions League might dip slightly. Uh, uh, but hopefully, it won't come to that. Hopefully, uh, we'll have it all done and dusted by that stage. So we'll see. Will it worry you?
1: Um, no, I'm not worried. I've just had a look now and it says from next season, yeah, we manager. Um, oh, yeah, then, that's right. Look, they, they are shipping dogs for fun, and, and there are gaps to be exploited. You know, the one concern, and a few Newcastle fans have said it, I think Michael Palmer said it on social media um, earlier. With obviously, it's typical that Raheem Sterling is now picking up form. He scored two goals today, but I'm not worried about Raheem Sterling. Like, uh, uh, we create a lot of chances in games. So, therefore, yeah. I, I think we'll take our chances uh, at Stamford Bridge. But, but let's hope that Champions League is confirmed before then. Two home games, that's the focus. Um, but that's for sure, f- from my perspective. Um, uh, someone confirmed that uh, Eddie Howe said, he ah. had a groin issue, but nothing serious. Um, so, he was still on the bench, so it must not be that serious. Um, uh, so, yeah, um, that was just mentioned there. Um, Sydney's very confident. We're getting top four Thursday. Leicester will win on Monday. Wow. Oh, wow! That, that is confidence from Sydney, that's for sure.
0: I like that yeah. one, Sydney.
1: Yeah, I'll take that all day long. Um, question. If we need homegrown players, does that open an opportunity for Matty Longstaff? He's got an ACL that he's coming back from, but his contract's out in the summer. So do you think that will um, manifest into a potential renewal of a contract? Would you think that? No,
0: I don't think so. And if you think about it from his own point of view... um... He needs to be playing football. If it's just to make up a number, it's a waste of career of a career. Then you know it really. Um, now he needs to go out and be playing regular first team football. Sean Sean has met it at Newcastle. Uh, Maddie had that goal against Man United. Uh, I think he needs 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 uh, first team football somewhere else and lower down the leagues and, and try and get back into the Premier League. Then so I, I no not for me.
1: Okay. Interesting. Um obviously we know that Southampton went got relegated today. yeah uh, officially got relegated, lost to Fulham. Mm-hmm. Um Mitrovic came mm-hmm. back from the suspension and scored. Um Foxy put in there um Lavia will surely return to Man City. I think before that someone talked about mm-hmm. Lavia as, as a potential signer mm-hmm. for Newcastle, um as their first option and Gongedam. Bernardo Silva rumoured to leave in the summer. No chance of let him join a rival. Now, Jordi Jack came back with, reported that a buyout for Lavia doesn't kick into the season after next. Mm. So not guaranteeing um, that's true uh, from himself. But, you know, again, if there isn't uh, that automatic buyout from Man City, would you take um, Lavia Livia uh, Yes, I'd
0: take Livia. Uh also I'd take Walker Walker Peters, our friend Pete, who we who we like. Uh more proud I think it was gonna be like a crazy fee and not not worth it. Then i, I need, no, he does a great delivery of a ball, obviously, and, and greater free kicks, but um yeah, no, I, I i think he he'll go elsewhere. But um I'd definitely be looking at, towards Walker Peters uh, uh as as someone we should make a move for. Um, but yeah it, it's, it's, it is a bit sad that Southampton getting relegated there. they're, they're uh, being around the Premier League I think it's, it was for the last 11 years they've been in the Premier League um, and uh, but yeah I'm sure they'll come back up again <clears throat> they usually have a good youth system in, in Southampton so um, hopefully they'll um, get, get a chance to, to, to prove themselves next season it was an awful mess this season so many managers so much chopping and changing um, it was kind of inevitable for them. And feel sorry, a bit sorry for Mike as well, who comes in the way of this. Nice guy. I'm sure uh sure. Uh, what can you do, though? Someone has to go yeah. down, as we found out ourselves before.
1: I see I'll drop him a message to check in on him, but yeah, it'd be a shame to, to see him go down. Obviously, uh, someone I know really well, Shay Adams. Um, yeah. the, he might well he might well get his move back to the Premier League. Um, you know, he scored a number of goals. I think he, he might even be Southampton's top goal scorer this season. So, um, uh, no doubt he'll he'll get a move back to the Premier League, it, unless he wants to be the guy that gets him promoted again. Um, who, who knows? Um, yeah. but, but look, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Foxy Foxie puts uh, wouldn't be surprised if, to see if Leicester get some type of result Monday versus Liverpool. I think we'll drop more points, but maybe still cling on to top four. Um, yeah, I think that's a that's a fair assessment. Uh, it, it, are you of the mindset that you don't care whether we finish third or fourth? We just want Champions no, League. No, it,
0: does, it doesn't matter. No, look. Ideally, we'd finish third and we'd finish ahead of Man United. But getting Champions League, uh, if you offer me that now, I take it. Uh, like what? It's a no brainer.
1: Yeah, honestly, like I, I'm not even thinking about Man United. Like, I only saw their final result. What? Not watching their game. I'm only thinking about Liverpool because they're the team that can stop yeah. us from, from getting that. My The only time that for me will change is if Liverpool come to the table and it's a straight shoot out between all three yeah. of us. And if, man, you start dropping points and fall into fifth, for example, and it's as Liverpool in third or fourth, tussling it out, that's when I'll start to worry about what they do. But I'm just yeah. worried. I'm just not not worried. But I'm just focusing on Liverpool right now. I don't know if anyone else in the chat is the
0: I know I'm I I am still focused on Man United as well because I would like like to, them so would you they, to slip up along the way um, and because it, it just yeah, it brings them more it like even, even and yeah Metro I was going to get to that because Metro scoring today is, is good because uh, Man United play them in the last game of the season and someone said before that yeah, he could he could uh, yeah offer a revenge there but uh, yeah so it's, it is it's 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 getting bunched. Um, so it's going to be interesting, isn't it?
1: It definitely is. And look, it, Marco Palmer said, "You know, manual uh, are, are important, though. They are important." But I'm just thinking of just securing Champions League from yeah. that perspective.
0: Um, and and don't don't rule out Brighton either. we like, a, we can we can Arsenal can can take them out of the equation. We can take them out of the equation. Uh, Man City can also take them out of the equation. Uh, the, 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 they're on Tinder hooks there. Uh, you, you don't, uh, that run in and the amount games have to play. So I know that's why you're not even considering them, people. Uh, don't write them off just yet either um, because who knows? Their next
1: game is away at Bournemouth. Bournemouth um, can be either an easy place to play. Man United, yes. Yeah, they, 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 yeah. their game, their next game, Man United, sorry. Um, their next game is is Bournemouth away. Some for some teams it's an easy game, for some teams it's not. That could be a difficult game that they maneuver, um, in, in, in that kind of fight for Champions League. But really interesting, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, we're literally coming towards the end now, but Johnson for says five qualify for the Champions League next season. I had heard this before because yeah. of our coefficient, we are at the point where you know, it's for, say, for example, Man City win the Champions League. That, builds our coefficient up. You know, if we have a good season next season and, and all of the English teams get to the knockout phases, it builds our coefficient up. Like, And there is a chance that we can have where five teams from England qualify for the Champions League. Now, that would just suit us down to the ground. That, that would put us potentially right in the mix for Champions League football or backing that up again. Yeah.
0: That's going to be very handy because... I like we're going to be in Europe next season. We have so much ground to do in in the transfer window. I I'm I this is our chance for for Champions League this season. It mightn't be as easy easy isn't maybe maybe not the right word, but to get to get Champions League next season, it'll be Chelsea back in, into it again. Liverpool aren't going to start as badly as as they did this season. So. um with with all those games for us next season, and needing like one transfer window is, isn't going to be enough to 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 and building our our youth youth system as well isn't going to be enough. So it is going to be more difficult for us at first next season. I think to, to keep fighting on all fronts. So uh, having that extra Champions League spot could be vital, uh, unless we we uh, we get we win it and we get to automatically qualify. You never know.
1: Yeah, well, let, let's let's wait. And let's see. get there first. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That Mark Palmer says. Question: Would you take your chances with a draw, uh, with a draw from, against Brighton, win at Leicester, and, draw, and, and Chelsea draw? Would you take your chances on that? That's that. That's your that's your um, that's your five points there. Yeah, that that's that might need goal difference then
0: for us to to go uh, to to finish in Champions League spot. No, I wouldn't, Michael. No, I wouldn't. I, and look at Eddie Howe answer. It's all about Brighton. Forget about Leicester and Chelsea game. All about Brighton now, and we have to go for it at home. Um, we don't want to draw. We want to win. And uh, the, Eddie will never set up for a draw uh, in that game. He will be. He's always said
1: he's, he'll be go out to win a game. Great question though. Um, yeah, it is a good question. Major. Um um maystone Johnson and um outstabled um says squad needs to show its mentality and the club mentality. We need to go from uh from the nearly club to actually doing it. Book the trend, three games are massive. <clears throat> never expected this, but chance must be seized. Uh I think it's a, it's a great point in that you know, although we never expected to be here, uh is, is securing Champions League will do wonders, not just for our mentality, but for the mentality of other teams and clubs and players that come against us because they know we can actually get the job done. Like we can actually get the job done. If we if we don't get Champions League, a lot of teams will go, Ah, oh, they thought they were getting it, they bottled it, blah, blah, blah. You're going to get all of this from opposition fans. Whether it's true or not is a different conversation, but you're going to get that. And the mentality about Newcastle shifts Slightly, but we are coming with so much power at the moment, so much force. People are genuinely scared about Newcastle United. If we get Champions League and secure it and do what we expect them to do, it's going to add to the fear factor. St. James is going to be even more of a cauldron next season. We might even go into games. Um, winning them before we even kicked the ball because of the fear factor that we used to have we used to have it under Sir yeah. Bobby Robson and Kevin Keegan games used to be won before we even kicked the ball because of the fear factor of some of the lower teams in the league coming to us knowing that they weren't going to get anything from the game like that all builds to the mentality so I think that uh, uh, Mainstone uh, I think it's a really really good point but uh, Daz what are your thoughts on that?
0: I'm afraid of of our transfer uh, window and our fully loaded transfer shows in the summer if we get that Champions League. It's just going to be mental. It's already, we know it's going to be mental, but it's just going to be a different scale altogether.
1: You wouldn't know what we've got planned.
0: (laughs) The the first week, the first week... the season, we, we've got shows lined up. The, the season ends on, the, on May the 20, 20, 28th. We've got shows lined up for the 29th, for the 30s already. And and we could really do a show every every day after that. Uh, I don't know. I, I need to be a, a, a clone or something like that to, to get through uh, this summer that's ahead.
1: Don't be afraid. Let's just take it as it comes, Day by day. Let's just enjoy every moment, mate. Is oh eat. yeah, we will. We will. The summer's going to be a we blast, will. and we're going to have some fun with this. Yeah. Uh, by the end of it, we'll be shattered and drained, like we normally are after a transfer window. But I will tell you what, we—I think we're going to have some fun with this in the summer. Yeah.
0: So. Oh, we only, we only then have to look uh, to to worry about a uh, 50-60 game season ahead <laughs> first after that.
1: <laughs> Could be more. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Depending on how far we go in the cups, but hey, uh, all part of the fun in games. But great, great point in there from Mainstone. Um, uh, great to have you on. And uh, yeah, Lisa, what just said, just imagine shows next season, not only discussing scoring players, we'll be doing it for VAR <laughs> conversations also. Five-hour shows. Uh, I've made that mistake before, Lisa. No five-hour shows. Uh, definitely not.
0: <clears throat> You know what? I think we, we might start advertising because we are going to need a bigger squad ourselves. For oh. poor, poor Chris couldn't make it tonight. He's uh, actually um, to shout out to Summer uh, on, on our first Holy Communion, uh, and obviously Chris couldn't couldn't be with us here. But yeah, we, we need to get bigger and better uh, ourselves. It's, it's going to be uh, it's going to be mental.
1: <sighs> and the last one uh, is from Lisa as well, and it says yes, Ian McKenna. I think Ian McKenna put a point earlier on. Uh, A positive comment on the chat. Everyone needs to get back on the positivity train. We are third. And that is the best way to finish a show. We are still third in the league. Nothing's changed after us getting a point today at Road, even though we expected three. We're still in control of our own destiny. Two home games next up. Six points on the board. Guarantees us Champions League football. That's all you need to know. Nice bit
0: of positivity there from Lisa to to round off the show. Now, we've done our sponsors already. We're going to tell you what's coming in the next, actually, tomorrow. Tomorrow is is our next show. So, Pete, here's the poster. Tell us what's happening tomorrow. Uh,
1: Battleground Europe is back, um, uh, and this is the final four. Uh, So, we've got uh, representatives from Man United, Inside TV, uh, we've got Errol coming back, uh, representing Liverpool, and we've got Adam, uh, depending on Mother's Day in, in the States, um, maybe, maybe not, may even depend on the, on the Arsenal result on Sunday, whether he makes an appearance or not, so it might even be the final three by the time we get to the show, uh, but the boys are coming on to talk all things Uh, Champions League um, because these are the final four that are fighting for these positions and we're going to get down to it and we're going to talk fixtures we're going to talk what each team and each club expects in the runnings to their games come and join us Sunday evening from half seven it's going to be a great chat really looking forward to it Um, and look get your questions in if you want to know anything about the opposition Liverpool Man United Brighton throw your questions out there Um, that's for sure so uh, lots to talk about on the final four battleground europe um there have been some tremendous shows this year so far battleground europe and this is going to be another cracker as well
0: it's in our hands we can almost almost taste it so grab us there yes so that was the team behind that, that one so nice nice uh and then then tuesday back again with the way it is. Way it is back for the, for the Brighton game. It's it going to come around quick uh, and uh, tell us about that, Speed.
1: Yeah, so Adam's going to be joining us again. Double whammy, um, obviously depending on um, uh, Mother's Day in America. Uh, so we might not join us on the Sunday, but he'll definitely be here on Tuesday um, as we preview the massive game at St James's Park on Thursday against Brighton. So we're going to be talking all things Brighton, getting the lowdown. Uh, we are aware they've got a few injuries at the moment to key players. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll certainly ask him the questions on that. And look, we need you from the chat. You come and join us and ask the opposition fans a question. If you watched Battleground Europe 3, um, Adam made his debut on, on Loaded NFC and have seen he was a brilliant He's very brilliant good. Yeah. A uh, very very good guest, very knowledgeable, as all as all the away days guests are. Um, so come and join us; it'll be a great chat. Um, yep, yeah, don't miss it.
0: Nice one. And then uh, we're back on Friday for the reaction show um, to the Brighton game, and then we'll be talking about. It. After that, we'll be talking about Leicester. there'll be been away days for Leicester, <laughs> and you know what? If we we've, we've been talking about this, if there's a chance. That uh, that w- 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 we we clinch um, the Champions League spot on that last game. If if we get I have to get that far first, we would do a, a reaction show right after, and then we'd be late. But uh, stay tuned for that. Keep an eye if if we're getting that that. So it it may not happen yet, but uh, we will we will see where we are. But that is it for the night. Uh, Pete, thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks everyone in the chat. Uh, everyone who has hit the like button already and is about to hit it on the way out. Uh, everyone that's new and that's subscribed and for sticking with us. We didn't win today. Um, well, we on to the next game, the, the Brighton game. Uh, all on for that. But uh, I guess only one thing left to say, Pete. how you like that? How'd you like that?